Welcome to Cybercast. Episode 27, and this week we have Ty. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's going on? We have Tosh. Hi there. I'm Clay. And uh, in a little bit, Dick will ju- jump in to the call. Hopefully. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, yeah so we'll see what happens. Um, so this week, we are going to talk about Serial, uh, the podcast that is taking the internet by storm. Yeah. And, uh, you guys are fans of this show as well? Major fan. I, I am too. Okay. Yeah, that that show has really has really uh, sparked my imagination. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So let's just start off with the popularity of the show. What is it that you think got the show so popular? You know, is is, um, it, is it the way they, I don't know, marketed the show? Or, I mean, advertisements. There are no advertisements, but like, you know, how did the word spread about the show? Because I think it, I, I think the main reason is because it was uh, uh, a producer who worked on This American Life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they also promoted it on This American Life, which was so huge. I think, yeah, exactly. So I think most of the people, you know, jumped on the serial bandwagon because of that, and like they really loved it mm-hmm. and started spreading the word, and. It just blew up like crazy. Yeah, I th- yeah, I I agree. Th- um, this type of show interests me normally. I was actually surprised that this type of show also interested a lot of people. I mean, yeah. it it's you know it's sort of a documentary style show. Most people are just into I don't know you know uh, Desperate Housewife type of shows. Well, if you look, if you look at Discovery Channel, History Channel, mm-hmm. those sorts of channels, you always have like real crime shows, mm-hmm. or uh, it's it's pretty similar. Beside besides the fact that this is a lot better, of course. Right, right. Um, but I think it's not that uncommon. Right. So let's let's tell people like who haven't heard the show before. Um, you know, some people who listen to the show may not have heard of Serial before. Let's let's tell them what Serial is about. Ty. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that's hard to explain. Well, Serial is basically a show that it's sort of like investigative uh, journalism, yeah. right? Yeah, it's basically uh, well, it's about a guy. Uh, Anand Saeed, right? Mm-hmm. And he was convicted of uh, murdering his, at that time, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Well, ex-girlfriend, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And basically, the reporter is trying to investigate his case and trying to see whether he's guilty or not. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and she dives into different aspects of, you know, uh, witnesses and like testimonies of other people, like how was uh, Anand really as a person, for instance, and stuff like that. Right, you know? right. And that really set in a sort of a documentary style, you know. And she asked great questions, and you know, getting the perspective mm-hmm. of other people is so very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna say something? Yeah, that she's 
Sarah Koenig, the, the journalist in mm-hmm. question. Right. She's very thorough in retracing uh, every step. Right. You know, yeah. like even um, investigating the timeline mm-hmm. that the prosecutors had, um, whether it, w- it would be possible to get from this place to another place within the amount of time that, that the prosecutor said. And I, and actually going out there to do the, the drive itself. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and also uh, like, um, yeah, like questioning everybody that was in any way related to the case, um, which which I think is very brave in a way, you know, just to fifteen years after the fact, just come up to a person, hey, I want to, um, yeah, retread this this chapter in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably some people uh, were were very hostile. <laughs> yeah. When they were approached, yeah, like uh, she, like with uh, Jay, you know the main, the main testimony, right? He, yeah, he, he's basically the one who who got Adnan convicted, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he, because he took because he basically made a deal, right? Yeah, he, he testified to uh, actually helping Adnan bury the body, mm-hmm. um, and he basically provided the timeline that that the prosecutors had, mm-hmm. um. But even like coming up to him, that, that I think that's a very brave move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He of course declined <laughs> to to really come on the show. Right. Well, you know, while watching this show, uh, sometimes watching. I uh, sorry, watching. Well, listening. Well, in my mind, it plays out as a video. Actually, when I'm uh, listening, okay. it really does. Like same thing, like with "We're Alive," right? Like yeah. the scenes actually play out in my mind. Um, when listening to the show, I often, and it's really bad. I I get engrossed in the show, right? It it really gets me, and then I get moments of sadness because then I remember, uh, hey, hey, Min Lee, the the actual mm. the victim, right? Yeah, you know, like I like the story is so, the way they do it is so is so good. It's it's very, um, addictive kind of. Right, you want to know what yeah. happens next. Um, Very addictive. Yeah, and then I think about the girl who lost her life, and mm. in some ways I feel guilty listening to the show because of it. You mean it's, it feels kind of voyeuristic? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I get that. That that's kind of what drew me in uh, as well. That that kind of uncomfortable feeling of should I even be listening to this? Yeah, because yeah, all of it's real. You know, I actually got through the th- first maybe three episodes not even knowing whether it was real mm. actually i had to google like is, is it serial is it real mm-hmm. yeah 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 and, it, mm-hmm. and it's so gripping like it grips you to because here's this guy you know who's being convicted of you know a murder he's served serving like, time for it murder one. yeah he's serving yeah. time for it yeah murder. yeah exactly and the thing is she grips you from uh, disliking this guy to gripping you to actually liking this guy and maybe thinking, mm, might he actually be not guilty? Like, well, see, he's so charismatic, which makes me think in sometimes, in some ways, that he is guilty because he is a smoocher in some ways, I think. Mm, yeah. yeah, I get that. But, like, definitely the last episode of Serial kind of. Rumors, the rumors yeah. episode, yeah. That that kind of made him more 
humane to me and like thinking like really it did that for you it did the opposite for me it it made me seem it made me see him more as a psycho as a psychopath Nah. The last episode. Uh, the yeah, but rumors. which part of that episode? Because so, it, yeah, it goes into him stealing from his mosque. Right. Is it that or no, no. So okay, so the stories of him. So someone approaches him. They get into his face. He kisses him on the cheek. He's a, mm. he's a, he just knows how to diffuse the situation by just crossing boundaries, by getting in your space, by making you feel like, eh, you know, maybe this guy is not so is not so harmful. He's a harmless, you know, butterfly just landed on my cheek. Um. And just looks at me, you know, I don't know. He And the way he talks, he, um, the, the way he approached, like, he's, he just talks like someone who knows how to sell you, like, you know, a car without an engine, right? <laughs> I, I mean, the guy just seems to me like, like a, a con artist. And especially <laughs> the last episode made me feel that way. Yeah, like, most of the part of uh, that episode made me, like, really had a toss up. But, mm-hmm. like, when she started about his letter, you know, to me it was kind of like, hmm. Mm. Did, you, did you guys read? Because you can read up on some of the documents on the on the website. I, I was at first. I stopped. Uh, you, you read something that, of interest? I, I, well, yeah, I read, like, they, they refer to some some mail correspondence between him and, and a friend. Mm. Um. And especially there, he seems very sincere. Mm. But if it's a psychopath, I mean, yeah, of course, of course, if, he, if he's a psychopath, then right. of course he could fake that. Exactly. Wow. But also in 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 some of the conversations between him and, and Sarah, um, where he actually shows his emotions, that's where he gets me. Like that, that's where I tend to believe believe him. Okay, but how about the last episode where he shows his emotions and he shows his emotions in in a in, at a moment I felt was was weird. Okay, so like he's accused of murdering his ex girlfriend. He basically is very calm about it, right? But then she pro- approaches him about him stealing money, and he goes ballistic. Um, yeah, but 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 I think. Um, the way he sees this, this is this is for him. He sees this as an opportunity for someone to like revisit the case, the actual case, and that's most of what she's doing. And I think the reason that he got upset is because yeah, to him it seems yeah. Wh- why would you bring up this dirt on me that doesn't even have anything to do with the case? Yeah, I, I, I hmm. and she kind of addresses this in a little bit, right? She does, but the instantly, the second he he just lost it, it made me feel. Well, like, yeah, but that's that's also the editing, of course. Yeah, mm. true. But I mean, so I guess if you basically know you didn't do something, you will probably take it calmer than if you know you did something and you're is being brought up, perhaps. Mm, I think because the thing is, his case is such a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like he said, it's like he wants to make it as neutral as possible, presenting his case that nobody can say, I've been overly emotional or I have not been emotional enough, you know? But that, that, to, that to me comes across way more manipulative as well. I, I want to not uh, come wow. across as uh, 
uh, right? I mean, he he came he came across as very manipulative in that in that way, you know, saying that he wants to come across really calm about something that he's accused of doing. He's not on trial for stealing. He's on trial for murder. I mean, he, but you no, know, it's kind of his point, though. Imagine if you're him mm-hmm. and uh, somebody is 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 like revisiting your case, uh, and and you 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 you're actually hopeful, and this this is like assuming that he didn't do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, assuming, hey, maybe maybe this could lead to the the case being reopened. And then that someone calls you up and asks you, hey, is it true that you stole from your mosque when you were a kid? I think you, you think to yourself, what, what the heck does that even mean? Why would you ask that? And if, if, if I say that I did, what, what, would, what would it help? So then why doesn't he just say that? What, what, what does that have to do? Instead of, I mean, he basically, to me, he lost it. Yeah, but yeah, he, he, he was kind of like, yeah, you're, you're, you're switching from being my advocate to being like uh, executioner. Uh, my executioner, yeah. Hmm. So, um, yeah, and so that episode, that that part didn't bother you guys as much as it bothered me then. No, for me it had the opposite effect. Okay. Hmm. For me, for me that was a very humane reaction. Hmm. Like, uh, I don't know what that makes me, but. <laughs> <laughs> So he's he's very humane in that in that way, but then him being very calm and talking about the ex girlfriend's murder, what does that make him being so calm about that? He has had, he's had fifteen years to think about it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And the Best Buy, the Best Buy doesn't even didn't even have a phone booth at the outside. What's up with that? I know, right? I mean, seriously. Yeah, there are a lot of weird things in that story. Yeah. That, re- like, of a lot of things, that really stuck out to me. Like, that. I mean, just go go to the Best Buy and look to see if there really is a phone booth there. How about that? <laughs> Anything else that, that, that stands out as weird for you guys uh, in, the, in this case? Uh, looking, you know, looking and listening to the evidence and looking at the documents that you saw on their website? Um, the. Uh, what's it called? The African uh, attorney, mm-hmm. the, the attorney of uh, Ahmed, mm-hmm. played played a couple of clips of her. Yeah, and I was like, "Really? You're representing a case like this?" I'm a, disclaimer. I do not know anything about law, so mm-hmm. I'll type it, but like, uh, it kind of feel iffy to me at points, you know. Well, I, I I I wasn't so much opposed to how she, how she actually represented him, but listening to the stuff that happened, you know, when asking for money. Yeah, that that was uh, that that came across really weird. Like someone who had like a drug addict, you know, addiction problem, and they needed money to pay their their dealer or something, you know. Yeah. It's like I need the money by by today. I I need the money, you know. I bring you know bring cash. Just like bring cash. Like what? Mm. yeah that was weird because the thing about it is that sometimes when they played a part of her case they then showed you later on how she kind of came back to it and showed you why she did what she did and and mm. so it was understandable to some degree because lawyers do sort of do odd things to throw you off you know the, the judge may say okay you know that's not relevant but if the judge lets it go through 
all of a sudden later on they tie up the bow and they show you hey you know this is why i asked you this before and now you fell into it you know yeah um, so. especially with uh, the the questioning of jay mm-hmm. you could really see how she was in a, in a very um how do you say like thought out way portraying him mm-hmm. in, in a certain light yeah, like really hammering on the on the on the, on the fact that he lied about uh, like the the first couple of uh, you know the first couple of police interviews that he did, right? And asking him when, so when are you telling the truth then? Like, so is 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 which one was the truth? And are you yeah. telling are you telling the truth now? You know. Yeah, but on the other hand, like when she gets into him, um, maybe cheating on his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that 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 scene kind of out there when who when jay was yeah at one point she questions him about stepping out on stephanie you know his, his uh, then girlfriend okay i don't remember that i remember it a little bit but... okay it's part of the episode where where the where she really gets into the, the uh attorney okay huh but the whole timeline seems shady to me <laughs> I don't know. Like, there are a couple of points in the timeline that are just like, uh. and the weird thing for me is, I don't know if this is really a thing, but like, he gave his phone to his friend, right? Yeah. For like a day or so, right? right? Uh-huh. I cannot imagine giving my phone yeah, that's to strange. It's really strange. More than five minutes. Especially back in 99 when, when, a phone. This was ninety nine, right? It was ninety nine. I believe it was 99. yeah ninety nine. Yeah, when yeah. a phone, like, like when you had a phone, like you didn't just give your phone to someone. I mean, he could have been your best friend, but did they do they come across as being best friends even then? No, no. So, so like, why would why would Adnan trust him? I, I, yeah, I, I've no idea. Yeah, that that part of the story that that seems really strange. Yeah. What about the Asia part? The uh, with Asia saying that she had seen him. Oh, the alibi thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, like that, that whole that whole story is odd as well, and especially being that the lawyer never approached her to come and testify. Mm. Yeah, that that's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think that kind of shows you that that. Yeah, she wasn't really uh, on her game. Yeah, I mean, because I, she died of cancer, right? The the lawyer. Yeah, yeah, something so. like that. Yeah, sometimes she had diabetes as well. I think yeah, she was really really sick. Yeah, yeah, and th- those things do affect people's uh, ability to to do this sort of thing, though. I mean, like you know, uh, you know, having tumors pressing against your 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 brain actually causes people to to act erratic, like her asking for money and cash, right? You know. Um, I mean, a lot of times when I'm listening to the show, I remember that, and I'm like, "Yeah, it could have been the tumors," you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and also not, 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 um, they're not trying to arrange a plea deal for him. Yeah, yeah. Which it was also kind of shady, of course, but <laughs> the fact that he wanted a plea deal. Did he want a plea deal? You think? Yeah, he did. They he requested said, it. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. He asked for it like three times. He yeah, did, he, really. He explains. He, yeah. he explains. Yeah, because he was scared that he might actually be convicted, despite him being innocent. 
and that way he could at least minimize his sentence. Yes, I do remember that. You're right, and and that made me feel that like he was so guilty. Yeah, that was kind of like. Yeah. And also, he told a couple of his inmates to take the, just take deal. the plea deals. Yeah, yeah, just take the deal. But see, see, I'm okay with him saying that after the fact because if he says if he's been in jail for ten years, if someone comes to him, th- that's good advice to give, I guess, because he's been in there for ten years. You know, trying to sh- prove your innocence didn't work for him. So I, I wasn't so much um, surprised by that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this 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 whole thing just. I mean, sometimes I just wish this was this really was a fictional thing, because I just yeah, eh, it's scary, right? It's really scary, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, but but looking um, at the entire case, do you think that the prosecutors had a strong case? Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, what do you think, Ty? Hmm, I don't think so, especially um. We hear Sarah talking to um, the attorney who's done the Innocent Projects or something like mm. I don't know what the exact name is. Right, right. And she, she was like, ah, this is all very, very thin to really prosecute somebody on it. Mm. And like hearing the details of the case, I'm like, eh, there's a lot of shady stuff like this, man. Mm-hmm. But then again, I, what do I know about law? You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And the stuff with Jay, you know, also seems, uh, I don't know, weird. Yeah. I don't know. I I think maybe this is just plain guess, you know, they needed like, um, how do you call it? Scapegoat? Scapegoat. Yeah, mm-hmm. scapegoat. Maybe. I might be totally wrong on this and might be guilty and you know, like, so the thing is that so if he is if he um so this is season one that basically is going to end next week right yeah yeah which i hate so how i mean how does that work um how does that work exactly because if it's season one and it's uh it's like a a, a non-fictional i mean that just Mm. and then you that bothered me about the show actually is that they were asking for donations to determine whether they would do a season two. Yeah, I'm not bothered by that. Well, it's a good way for them to measure whether it is worth doing. I mean, but they're like the number one downloaded show right now. Th- that tells you that it's worth doing. Yeah, they, they, you got a point there. Yeah. So it's like... But, then, huh? but the thing is, nowadays, everything, especially around podcasting, is about crowdfunding, right? I mean, but the thing about it is that, okay, so, I mean, and uh, uh-huh. how many ads are there? In, uh, two. two. Yeah, at least two, uh-huh. right? Milkimp. Milkimp and Milkimp. Milkimp. Oh, yeah, by the way, Milkimp. That's a weird yeah, commercial. So check up, please, because we're naming your name and stuff like that. Like, continue. <laughs> 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 yeah, send us to Ty's house. Uh, he'll make sure to deposit it in our in our account. Yeah, I mean, look, this show, our show doesn't have any ads, right? So, and we are not currently doing anything like Patreon or crowdfunding. And so maybe, you know, because I am kind of uh, slightly opposed to just begging 
all the time for money. Maybe I'm not the right person to discuss that, but uh mm, well, I think having dedicated fans donate to your show is better than being corporately sponsored, especially when it comes to like investigative journalism. Okay. Um Okay, but check this out, right? Check this out. What annoys me is that, okay, so they asked for their fans to donate. On top of that, they will still go to MailChimp and Squarespace and whoever else to get donations. So and even if they got a million dollars from their fans, they would still go ask Squarespace for money, though. That's what bothers me. Yeah, but it is kind of speculation how that, how that works. I mean, maybe they have some kind of sponsorship contract with them for the entire run of the first series. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. And the thing is, it's quite expensive to do what they did, right? Yeah, so many hours of research, hiring yeah. experts. Exactly, because she's been interviewing Anal for like a year or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's dedication right there. So, so they, so, so basically, do you think so? They are already done with all of the investigation. Do you think, or is it still ongoing? Uh, I think it's still ongoing. Okay. And also, because, um, like, I think the first couple of episodes were, like, already produced. But then they had, like, feedback of, like, you know, when the episodes were already out. You know? mm. And you can hear that, especially in the latest episode. Right, right. And I think it's still going to be ongoing. And especially, like, for instance, the... Innocent, innocent project, mm-hmm. right? I don't think we're gonna hear anything about it, except for maybe a mention that the, that it's. But the the, uh, the reason why I ask if 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 it was all already done or if they're still ongoing is because if it was already done and then they're asking for donations for season two, that would bother me a little bit. I think. Well, I think they're they're going for a new story, right? Is it really? Next season. Yeah. I think, I think I heard her say in one of the episodes that, yeah, I follow a story until the end, wherever it takes me. Mm. And also when she was asking for a sp- uh, donations for the next season, then that's going to be a new story. Oh, okay. Well, if that is the case, then I'm quite all right with the donations asking. Yeah. It, it, okay. You know, I honestly thought that this was going to be to, dis- to continue this story into next season. So this is a different case. Okay, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that then. Yeah, she's probably going to draw some conclusions about the case in the next in the final episode. Okay, and maybe give like a state of affairs because I don't think Adnan's story is necessarily done next week. Mm. I don't know. Maybe there'll be an appeal or uh, yeah, so something else. I don't know. But uh, um, yeah, she'll probably give her final thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be some somewhat open ended because there's no fi- final conclusion to give here. I think. Right, right. She's still so torn about his personality, about all the the, the facts that she's uncovered mm-hmm. throughout the, the the series. Right, right. Um, so I wonder what story she'll tackle next. If it's, <laughs> I mean, is it always going to be someone who is actually in jail, or? Is it gonna be someone who 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 came out of jail? And I, I mean, I'm, I'm, is it always gonna be something like this? Or I mean, what, what do you think? What I'd like is for the, to have some new angle. Mm-hmm. 
it, it, for, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it could be a crime story, but um, yeah, maybe the, look at it from the, maybe the victim's point of view or mm. the prosecutor's point of view. I don't know. That would be actually, uh, actually pretty interesting. Uh, the victim's point of view. That would be quite interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. May, maybe have 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 some different crime, not a murder, but but a crime where the victim survived. Right. You no. Know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I I actually would like that because I I mean like I it it really really saddens me to think about the little girl who lost her life. You know. Yeah, and her relatives. And, yeah. 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 I mean, I I I thought about the parent, like the mom, and how come she wasn't on the show, and then I was so happy to hear them this express um um to talk about that uh you know midway through the season because i you know i mean this is a real story it's not like some fictional thing right so yeah um yeah yeah st sometimes i still find myself like wondering is, is this is this still non-fiction or yeah <laughs> am i being tricked here yeah yeah so let me yeah, ask. Because some, some, some. Uh, at some points, it, it's stranger than anyone could like even think of. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. No. Is he guilty? <laughs> no. No. I'm. Uh, 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 hmm. I don't know. No. No. Uh, yes. No. Yes. No. I'm leaning towards no. Okay. I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Okay, and uh, Tosh, you? I think there's a, a third man. A third man. Yeah, regardless whether he had something to do with it, because um, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but I think there's a third man. The boyfriend? Mm. Maybe, maybe Don, yeah, yeah. The, the the new boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, he was or a maybe old, one he... of fr Jay's friends, I don't know. He's an older man, this Don guy. Yeah. I mean, she was not even 18 yet and she, she was, you know, he was dating uh, this younger girl. Yeah. Uh, I I don't so understand. Yeah, maybe there's something there, I don't know. I don't understand how come he isn't like far, you know, more central to the story. He had an alibi, I think. Yeah, I bet He's he working did. or something. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is that they even they even at one point in the show they 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 doubted if she even had passed away or, you know, was taken away at the time that she did could have been after yeah yeah it was hard to determine i think what the exact date or day was it, it all came from the testimony exactly and that that's what bothers me about the case it's to me it doesn't feel like uh ample reason to convict someone um, you know I'm not, I'm not i'm not educated about the law or anything but uh to me to just have one person who's lied in in, in at so many points mm -hmm. To have someone like that construct a timeline seems less than than trustworthy to me. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Clay? I am leaning towards no most of the time, but last episode made me <laughs> think yes. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, if, if, if Adnan said, yeah, this is a psychopath, that's a completely different question. Yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. said it himself. Like when when somebody says, "I don't think you did it because you're such a nice guy," that that t tears him up. I know. You'd rather have someone say, "Yeah, you're an, you're you're a horrible person," but I don't think you did it because there's this and this that that doesn't uh, seem right about the case. Right. Yeah. 
and that that seems very fair to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I'm I'm leaning no, but yes with last episode. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next episode uh, turn we'll turn it around again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um maybe maybe next episode he will testify. Yeah. Or uh, admit. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would that would be rich. <laughs> oh my gosh, could you imagine? They would they would have ad spots for the rest of their lives if they ever wanted to do this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean that would just be like, Oh my gosh, you guys blew it up in there and you made yeah. the guy say yes he did it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Wow. So uh, you know, I I I hope that uh, anyone <clears throat> who hasn't listened to Cyril, the podcast, uh, you know, I hope you do go listen to it. It's uh, at serialpodcast dot org. Um, it's quite interesting. And uh, the reporter, uh, who used to be with uh, This American Life, I, I guess she still is with This American Life, right? Or she used to be. I think she still is. I don't know. Because I think it's uh, a subcontract of This American Life. Right. Because I know that Ira Glass does the beginning of the show. Yeah. Yeah. He's an editorial advisor, and uh, she is the host and executive producer of of the show. Her name is uh, Sarah Koenig. Um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if they would start a podcast network. Hmm, interesting. Right. That would be interesting. You mean with, with all in investigative journalism stuff? Yeah. That would yeah, be like But in a it way... Was, it's, it's, it's a complete... It's, it feels like a completely new format. Mm-hmm. Like a very fresh format. Yeah. Yeah. To have like documentary material in a, in a podcast that... True. But yeah. I mean, it is... In some ways, it is not that different than This American Life and uh, uh, the Radio Lab podcast no, that's uh, I, haven't, I haven't haven't listened to any of those oh my gosh i mean if you like this like especially radio lab is phenomenal like when they, they when they pull a thread boy they unravel that whole thing sometimes it's just so amazing but yeah. it's not serial though it's not like a, a weekly discussion about a, a topic right it is each yeah. each episode is, is is something they dive into um i yeah, wonder it's just... mm-hmm. It's so basically a self-contained story story exactly. arc. Yeah, exactly. It's as a overseas story arc. Yeah, it's it's like it's like mm-hmm. a it's like a, a TV show versus a miniseries, right? I mean, this is a, uh, serial is a, a TV show, and the Radio Lab is like a miniseries with like you know two episode runs. Yeah, yeah, and each has their own merit, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. I, I, actually, if, to listen to. Yeah, it's really good. If you go to WBEZ podcast, they have a whole set of podcasts. There. They have This American Life, they have Nerdette, they have Serial, they have Homemade Stories. I mean, they have their network already. I mean, the Pleasure Town, they have Film Spotting, Live Music oh. Thursday. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm ready for some new podcasts because lately I've only been like listening to Serial and re-listening to Serial. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It's like. It, Waiting for new episodes to come to, to show up. I just listened to all the episodes. So, so in, in other words, you haven't been listening to the Leviathan Chronicles then? <laughs> no, not for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are they ever coming back? I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Like uh, Christoph, uh, he basically dropped the ball. I don't care if he comes back. I agree. Yeah. 
it's you know whatever. I I, I want real life to come back, <laughs> but uh, whenever that spin off comes back, I'll I'll enjoy that. You know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm so uh, hoping that they'll reach the same level. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I in a way I don't think they can. I hate to say that. Um, but I hope maybe they will try. Yeah, it will probably be something like uh, the Animatrix. Mm. You guys remember that? Yes, yes. Like mm, the side no. story. No? Oh man! You haven't seen uh, the Animatrix. If you want something to revisit? Go, go watch the the well, the first Matrix film at least, mm-hmm. and then yeah. watch the Animatrix. Yes. Okay, I haven't seen the it's, Animatrix. I think it's about nine short uh, uh, animated films. Mm-hmm. I have the DVD. And, and they, they they each tell like a side story about the Matrix, um, mm-hmm. and also the origin story of the Matrix. I mean, which which they refer to in in the first film, but um, in the in the first two episodes, I think of the Animatrix, they actually like really spin it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yes. mm, kind yes. of like uh, the Clone Wars for Star Wars, right? Uh, it's more, it's, it's a little more conceptual, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more artsy mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they're short films that it's not really like a TV show. And each one is, each one of the, the, each one is done by a different person, right? Cause they all have a different style. Yeah. 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 Some have a more, you know, more anime sort of style. Mm-hmm. Some have a more Western style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty. It's really good. One is actually like CGI, completely CGI. W- which one was that one again? I don't remember. I I saw them all like a while of, ago. Yeah, the flight of the blah blah. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All Guess right. I have a lot of stuff to watch now. Huh? <laughs> it's good, man. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's, they're not long either, so. No, but I was actually planning on rewatching the Matrix. Oh man, you got yeah. That's a must every year. You got to. I mean. Ah uh, no, no, I can't do that. Why not? No, right. I'm more a TV guy than a movie guy. Oh no, not me. Even though I have been watching a lot of TV lately, you know, I mean, time shifts of TV like Netflix, you know. Yeah. All right. That's the only good TV there is. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right, so it looks like Dick hasn't come on yet. Uh, huh. Anything? Any final thoughts about uh about uh, serial the podcast? Um, I like it, and I wanted to, I don't want season two to be, like, next year, hmm. November. I would like it to be somewhere in February, preferably January. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you mean next month? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I doubt that's going to happen. So we haven't heard it yet, basically, when, though. No, and but it's definitely gonna take at least two to three months, I think. Mm. And especially the thing is, like, is she gonna continue this story first, or is she gonna come with a different story first? Mm. I think that they're they're pretty set on wrapping the story up. Uh, I hope next they are. episode and, and yeah. starting a new season with a new story. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it even says it in the description that like it's one story told over a couple of couple weeks. Of weeks. Yeah. 
So I think uh, I think last next episode that's the last we'll hear of uh, Adnan Sayed. Mm. Okay. All right. Any final thoughts from you, uh, Tosh? Um. Yeah, I'd like to. Um. Yeah, commend Sarah Koenig on on this piece of journalism. It's really compelling. Um, like I said, the first couple of episodes, I was wondering, like, is this fiction or is it not fiction? Mm-hmm. And the way the way she manages to, to construct a narrative from a slice of life, that, that's really quite a feat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, applaud her for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to a new series. And I'm really curious to, to find out what's what's going to be revealed next episode. So Yeah. Yeah. And definitely uh, go listen to it. Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh so and you, Kai? Yeah. Um it's quite interesting. Really love the addictive nature of the show. Um I actually love the fact that they made a lot of people who are, you know, old-time podcasters like Leo Laporte on Twit and Dan Benjamin on the 5x5 network sort of shook them up a little bit. Uh, you know, they all give you the response of, oh, yeah, podcasting is big now. We've been doing this forever, like even Adam Curry, right? Um, and it's like, you know what? Sometimes you do need a little bit of fresh blood to uh, stir up what, you know, I mean, st- yeah, podcasting in a way is stagnant. Uh you know, our podcast is not, you know, innovative as, uh, you know, I, I mean, even Serial in some ways is not that innovative. But the story, the, the content is really deep. It's it's quality stuff. And, uh, you know, I've, it, one of the podcasters it was uh, Mike Hurley from uh, uh, Relay.fm. You know, at one point he said, yeah, I like Serial, but the sound quality isn't that good. And it's like... Yeah, you know what? You own a podcast network. That matters to you, I guess. But, you know, the sound quality, it doesn't matter if the story is good, you know? And and there are some movies that you watch, and the quality of the video may not be that good, but the reason you actually continue watching is because the story is really good and compelling. And this is why this story is so good and compelling. It's not because the sound quality is good. It's not. It's not great. And a lot of us are a bunch of nerds about audio and all this sort of stuff. And you know what? If you put good content out there, people will listen. And that's what Serial is. Good content. Hire well me. said. <laughs> well said. <laughs> and a small point on audio quality, I think it actually adds to it. It does, I think, actually. I was thinking... Yeah, the realism. Yeah. I was thinking that to myself. Like, when, when Mike... Uh, you know, I mean, Mike... Uh, like... You know, these some of these guys are nerds about this stuff. Like, you know, you, there are some people who are into photography, and oh my gosh, the image quality is all that matters. But there are some people who take some really like grimy images, but it's so raw and so real, and it makes you feel. It makes you like actually want to experience and feel the images. That's what matters, right? The content. Like, if I become famous for my photography, it's not because it's a clean and sharp image. I want you to feel something when you see my images. Yeah, I'm oh, and brother Walter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, uh, so Dick is not on yet. Um, so let's go on to the uh, talking about uh, getting to know your cybercast. 
What is the question for today, Tosh? Um, yeah, the question I would like to put to you is, what is your biggest pet peeve? Starting with Ty. Hmm. Regarding to what? Anything. 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 Gosh, that's a difficult question, yo. It's a pet peeve. Could be about us, even. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, my biggest pet peeve. It, uh. It's your biggest. So it, it, if it happens, it, it, you know it right away. Just that right there. I don't know. They leave the toilet seat up. They, you know, leave the peanut butter jar open. You know, anything. TV. That's my biggest pet peeve. What, having a TV? No, uh, I have to uh, listen to commercials. Oh. Uh. Ugh. Yeah. Like and that's with everything. Mm. I despise commercials. Like uh no, I, I just can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and here in, in the Netherlands it's pretty bad. I mean in, in in the States you have a lot of commercial breaks, mm-hmm. but at least they're a manageable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Here on commercial networks you have Big chunks of commercials, mm. like you, you could you could get up and, and bake an egg in, <laughs> within one of those commercial slots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And and thing is, most of them are so god awful. Because uh-huh. there, I admit, there are a few that are actually funny, and I love to watch them. But that is one in. 20 million or something. So, so, yeah. so commercials is your biggest pet peeve? I think so. Or yeah. sucky commercials? Or just all commercials? Uh, all commercials. Everything that has to do with commercials, man. Okay. Even with podcasts, it's like, hey, skip, skip. <laughs> and they, they, they are sometimes even worse. Like, like, the other day I was listening to a podcast. I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> and at one moment I was like, wait, is this an ad or are you actually liking this product? I was like, oh, wow. wait, so it's an ad? God, you know, come you know, on. You know what's funny, Tosh? I mean, Ty, right. you, you're actually, you're, you're now, ta- you're basically doing my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> 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 yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. Well, shall we then segue into your uh, pet peeve? Okay. (laughs) So my biggest pet peeve is, so not so much commercials on TV, but like the ad spots on podcasts are to me the worst. Okay. So like when you listen to that, uh, that new podcast startup, uh, podcast, right? They they Mm -hmm. changed it to Gimlet Media now. Yeah. They have a, a podcast segment that is pretty compelling, right? And when they go into a podcast segment, it has music that plays as a bed under the podcast spot. And a lot of the spots are not, you know, oh my gosh, set up your podcast on Squarespace because, you know, Squarespace never goes, you know, it's not just like the, the host doing the spot in the middle of the show, cutting off the show that was quite compelling before they did the spot, right? It is sort of like, a, a drop in to the show, and so they do a, pr- a pretty nice cut. They drop the ad in. There's music playing under it, and then you continue on with the show. 
I can't stand podcasts where the person who is doing the show actually does the podcast during the show. Like, I'd re- like let's say if we did a podcast uh, uh, with, uh, with ads, right? I mm. would rather us do our ads where we sort of produce it before the show starts. And then we intersect it. We, we, you know, we put a spot in the show and we, we, it, it won't be like, hey, so yeah, guys, you know, we are going to talk about, uh, you know, rakes when we come back. And then we go to the spot. No, it would be like it would it would find a good spot, cut it in, do the ad, and then continue the show. It, there won't be a fl- there won't be a break in the flow of the show because it, if I were to stop the show to do an ad, there is going to be a disruption. So if the show just continues on and then I do the ad after the, the fact, I think that is a better way of doing it. That's why I don't like a lot of ads in the podcast. Now, speaking of startup. They made a mistake on one of their last episodes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> pretty darn big mistake. They they put a kid uh, who did a Squarespace uh, website on the show, right? And the kid's mom thought that because, you know, this guy used to be with uh, This American Life, right? And Planet Money. The mom mm-hmm. thought her, her kid was going to be on the podcast because he has an awesome website. But he actually wasn't on the website. He, I mean, on the podcast, he uh, talking about his website. He was on a Squarespace commercial talking about his website. It, it, I mean, it, I mean, and the way they did the ad was really nice, was really good. I actually listened to all of their square their ads on the show, but it was really just. They say that they made a mistake and they didn't mean to deceive the mom. I'm sorry, like I would not be so forgiving of this mistake as the mom was, and the mom is a blogger, I think. Yeah. So, mm. so that's my biggest pet peeve. It's like ads plus, like you know, like Mike Hurley. Like uh, one time, I, I I tweeted about during his sh- like I listened to his show. I tweeted, "Wow, this this ad su- spot sucked," and then he's like, he comes back to me. He's like, "Oh, so what about it?" And it's like, well, I mean, basically all the swallowing he did during the ad spot, like it seems like he's faking it, right? And and mm-hmm. and so I said, well, how did you even know I spoke about your your podcast? And he said, well, I do a search for my URL. I was like, okay. And it's like, you know, the next episode he did a better read, but he go- went right back to the whole, you know, swallowing because he owns a network. It's not like us; we don't own a network. You know, he went yeah. right, right right back to the boring old read, and now he's like trying telling Jason Snell on one of the other shows, like, hey, you know, like you do a read for things that you've actually used, you know. It should be like that. If you if someone buys an ad spot on the show, it has nothing to do with whether the person uses it or not. There should be a separation of like you know of like the actual content and the money side. There should be a break. Like like there used to be a a a, a break between the newspapers and the advertisers. That's how it should be in podcasts. There should be no connection between those two. Just because I use Squarespace for a website doesn't mean that they should sponsor my podcast. Right, if they should sponsor my podcast because they feel that they're gonna reach the most users sponsoring on our show, and leave it at that. There's no need for me to say, "Oh yeah, I use Squarespace," and you know, like they never go down, you know, or you know, let's say Tumblr. I use Tumblr, and Tumblr, you know, it's, it's really easy to set up. No, it's it, ha- it should have nothing to do with the fact that I use them. There should be a separation mm, of church and state. Yeah, usually it feels kind of forced when they actually try to tie it into the podcast, but right. with Companies like Audible, I do feel it flows pretty naturally. I, I, I would like love it, for Audible to sponsor us, by the way. But yes, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, like with Hello Internet, 
um, the, the uh, recommendations that that Brady and CGP Grey do they're they're quite compelling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm like, hey, I w- would actually consider getting this, right? Which I definitely wouldn't if it would be like a very dry ad, like Audible is the leading blah 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 of this and that, you know? Right, right. So for some, so for some spots, it works. For yeah, stuff like Squarespace, it, it usually feels kind of forced. Yeah. I think the thing but, is that I, I think we've yeah sorry go ahead I. But Clay, like you say, you want separation of church and state basically, right? Right. But wouldn't that cut into the CPM rate? Perhaps. What? It the might. C- CPM rate is um, click per thousand. Yes, click per thousand, uh, and like for TV is around what? I don't Five know to twenty numbers. bucks, right? Is it? Yeah, I don't yeah, even know the numbers. Something like that. Don't hold me to it. And for podcasts, it's around forty-five bucks. Right. Yeah. It's. It's. Yeah. Leo had spoken about it somewhere before. I don't remember where, but yeah. Wait, I, I don't get the, the metric here. Forty-five bucks for what? For the like, if you get a thousand people to click, you get what is it like forty-five bucks per click or something like that? Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something like what? that. Some number like that. Yeah. It's. It's a pretty high number. So forty five thousand you'd get then for a thousand clicks. Uh forty five hundred, isn't it? Forty five is it forty five thousand? I don't remember. It's some some is it forty five tie? But it's some measure what what you get per Yeah, so if let's say if you yeah. we do a, a audible ad and then we say use you know, use our uh you know, use our offer code, you know, clay, right? People and, and so when Audible then sees that well, they should look at your numbers before they say they're going to sponsor the show. And then they see, okay, it actually did work. They'll come back for the, the ad spots because they say, well, this person says they get, you know, a, a thousand people, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we, we get like 10,000 people to download the show. So they'll say, you know, the CPM is going to be X number, whatever the X number is. They'll come back because they saw that our offer code was used over like, let's say, Twit's offer code, right? Uh, but I, the, the the CPMs, I think, I, I mean, some of some uh, some of them say it's forty dollars, some say forty five, some say twenty. I I don't quite know. I've never actually gone to sponsors before, so I don't, I'm not so sure how those numbers are. Um, but Squarespace, I think, is one of the highest, actually. Yeah, there are on so many podcasts. I, I would imagine that they offer a pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the 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 thing that bothers me about having ads with and not having a separation is because you can't. I mean, in I mean, Squarespace doesn't sell, tell you not to say anything bad about them, but you're not gonna say anything bad about Squarespace. No. I mean, you'd be an idiot. Why would you shoot yourself in the foot? If there's a separation, then you could you you basically continue business as usual because you you don't owe them anything, right? I mean, you still don't owe them anything, but at least you, that. That business model is is cleaner, I think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you 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 just be like, drop the ad in and see how many clicks you get, and yeah, give the money. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. So that's my big pet, pet my big <laughs> biggest pet peeve. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yours. <laughs> Oh, well, mine is something completely different. Uh, mine has more to do with life in general. Mm. My biggest pet peeve is 
Um, I was I was looking for a proper word to describe it, but I'd say language Nazis. Mm. You know what I mean, right? Yes, I do. No, people I don't. take it upon themselves to teach people how to speak or write a particular oh, language. Okay. And especially on message boards, it, it gets pretty annoying and redundant. You know, like somebody will make a, a, a valid point in a comment, and then somebody will respond, "Hey, you, you, you missed a T, or you forgot yeah. to dot the eyes, or I don't know what." Right. Like that has anything to do with the the the. The actual comment. Um, I I do have to admit that I find myself doing it sometimes. Mentally, or you actually say it out loud? Like no, like when when I, I I catch someone making a mistake, then I might feel the urge to correct them. But do you? I try not to do it because it really annoys me. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe if, if 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 I really think, hey, somebody would be helped by being corrected. Maybe if they make a mistake, that would. <laughs> Hurt, could hurt them in some situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I try to, yeah, to me, it just comes across as very arrogant. And, uh, yeah. But that, that's actually, the, I had that once. You had that? On Facebook. Why? Someone corrected yeah. you or you corrected someone? Someone corrected me. Oh. Was it me? On, uh, <laughs> no, no. <yeah. laughs> oh, like, I took a picture of a quote that I wrote down on the newspaper mm. and there was a spelling error. And like some person from our class, uh, I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know that person that much, mm. you know, and they came like, uh, you need to spell it like this way. I was like, really? <laughs> this is Facebook. I don't really care about this though. Yeah. It was, yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're language Nazis, man. That's you know, it doesn't matter where. Yeah. Yeah, trying uh, to prove a point, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, I I don't. I mean, I don't go out of my way to correct people. I it's like eh, whatever, especially on message boards, because you're sometimes you're just typing really quick, and sometimes people are on their phones, you know. That's, that's yeah, what, with that's, the autocorrect or exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean one of the slacks that one of the slacks I'm in. Like I remember at one point this one guy kept correcting me for things that I just uh, I just you know, and he I think he's a he's a copy editor for different companies, you know. And of yeah. course, you know, they're and he's an English guy, so it's like wow, uh, okay, I get it, you know. I basically stopped talking because I'm like I don't need to have me corrected every five seconds. It's like we're just it's casual talking. It's not like I'm have the president on the line here, you know. Yeah. And pl- plus, language is kind of a, a an, an evolving and sort of democratic thing. Mm-hmm. It's amorphous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, uh, every every time you say there is a correct or incorrect way of of spelling or saying something, it's according to some standard, right? Some arbitrary standard, right? Do you think that Dutch is worse with those standards than than that, than the English language? About the same. Okay. I think um, in English, it's it it usually has more to do with the spelling, mm. and in Dutch, it has more to do with grammar. Okay. okay. When you see people correcting people. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like uh, the one thing that comes to mind is. Um, 
Um, uh, I just thought of a sample, but it slipped out, out of my <laughs> consciousness again. Um, yeah, like there, there is a proper way to say that you're annoyed mm. about something. Um, it's either that something irritates you or that you find something irritant. Mm. And some people use like a hybrid form where, um, um, yeah, where, where, where they say something that that's kind of in between those two, but it's incorrect. So that, that would be like a, a, a um, a typical mistake that someone could point out in Dutch. Mm, okay. 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 I would, I would like languages to be phonetic. Hmm. Especially like in... Exactly. And especially in uh, casual settings. Phonetics should be fine. Yeah. I, 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 um, I'm not okay. Like, Surinamese is a language that I, I do not care for like at all no, i really don't i've never liked it i never learned it right when i was a kid i i mean in do some ways I, I could slightly understand it i mean you guys understand it more than i do you especially me you do better than i do i, I mean i'm i'm definitely when it comes to like dutch i'm definitely more of a nazi for that language than i am like i when i was a kid i would always correct people and tell them how to say it in Dutch <laughs> instead of saying it in Surinamese. Oh, really? Yeah, it was not good. I, I didn't think the language was a valid language you know, when I was a kid. <laughs> it's, it's pretty rudimentary. Yeah. yeah and it's a mix but, of, like, how many languages is it? Like, you know. Yeah. And But but it has some, um, like, characteristics that make it very appealing to me, like the, the, the way you can... Um, communicate emotions mm -hmm. you know it's, it's a more expressive language to me than either english or dutch mm. in the way that it sounds yeah yeah it has it has kind of a sing-songy cadence to it which is what i don't like about it <laughs> oh, I, I, I like that I, yeah. I love that it's like you know uh, i don't know like, i remember even it's, in it's school. a great it's a great language to sing in well, the singing I don't mind so much actually. When I was a kid, I didn't mind listening. The songs were actually really good because singing in Dutch is just not that great. I'm sorry, it's horrendous. It's, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it I doesn't know. flow. It doesn't flow as well. No, as no, it's Surinamese. Yeah, it's like listening to Hitler singing. It's just not good. Wow! Whoa, oh, don't whoa, push whoa, it, man! Whoa. Don't push it. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Okay, never mind. Dutch and German are very different and very easy to distinguish. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Which, but the thing is that in singing, though, they don't sound that different in singing. They're very like, rough languages when, when you hear it sung. I think German is actually a bit more melodic. I think. In singing? Yeah. Okay. I think. Okay. Well, Tosh is a music expert, so... Well, say? I mean, music is subjective, so. Um, <laughs> so you're right. So you're well, always right. Is what you're saying. I got you. No, anybody can be. Everybody's right. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have to agree that, that. Well, German, in a melodic sense, yeah, it's. Um, it has more melody to it, but um, 
I don't like the sounds though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I they're a little too that. exaggerated for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys should yeah, do, you guys should do a uh, a a German cover next time. Oh man, <laughs> my German is so bad. I basically only oh two words maybe. I'm pretty sure yours is better than mine. Nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You you have a like a saying in Dutch, expect überhaupt geen Duits. Say it again. Uh, yeah, this so it's I I don't speak German überhaupt, and überhaupt means anyway, anyway or. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> It's kind of a contradiction within uh, the same sentence, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so it looks like Dick is not going to get the answer to today's question. Yeah, so uh, we have to catch up uh, with him next episode, I guess. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, sorry, Dick. I guess your phone didn't didn't get fixed by the time the show was done. <laughs> All righty. Any final thoughts? Um, no, no. Okay. I, I'm curious about what you've been watching because you've been uh, holding it off for a, <laughs> a right. while now. All right. You want me to get into it? Yeah. All right. So I've been watching Arrow, which is actually pretty good. I was yeah. surprised that it was good. Sean, Sean underscore Wilkinson on uh, Twitter told me to watch. And so I said, yeah, whatever. I guess I'll, it's on my queue. I guess I'll move it up. I moved it up. I was quite happy. It's kind of like not deep. It's not, you know, it's not really deep, but it's good. Um, Doctor Who, of course, you know. Right, guys? Doctor Who? <laughs> uh, what, what do you expect, uh, Clay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my Doctor Who counter is still at three episodes, I think. Oh, wow. Which which season? The, like the first, reboot? Uh, the first reboot, reboot episode, yeah. You got to get past the third episode, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what everybody's been saying. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Uh, Star Wars, I'm rewatching Star Wars, so I'm now having to rewatch episode five again because I kind of fell asleep because it was really late when I started again. Uh, it's actually in some ways better than when I, you know, last time I watched it because I just, I'm so open and ready for season seven. Um, watching Boyhood was a great movie. A, a drama that unfolds over the life of a kid going from 6 to 18. Really good. We talked about it last episode, but uh, yeah. that's what I'm watching. Yeah, uh, it sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Big Hero 6 was awesome. Me and Kai had a day free like a couple of weeks ago. Loved it. It was really good. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Marvel movie. Kind of cute shallow uh sexist um but cute does, does Finn Diesel make make up for that no <laughs> I mean he's, he's been like the, the the main selling point of the film yeah as, as far as I've seen no no I didn't even with him, with him doing his dialogue in uh, every different language yeah I don't know man it's it's cute movie. It's it's cute ish, but it's why is it cute? It's cause it's it's, it's nice entertaining, but cute. Yeah, I think it's cute. 
That's what I give it. Cute. Okay. It's not. It's it's okay entertainment. It's it's like it it really threw me off with the whole sexist though. It's very sexist. I mean, for no reason. Like the um, the, uh, the the guy who's who doesn't get irony keeps calling uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, you know, like a a whore or you know, just for, just yeah. for no reason. What's the point? I don't get it. So that that is not cute. But I don't know. It's very sexist. And that's what I've been. Oh, and I finished, finally finished The Office. Oh my gosh, what a tearjerker! Which one? The uh, the American one. Never watched it. Oh, it's really good. And I've uh, watched I've watched it sporadically. I haven't really. I don't really follow like the the the, the arc of it. Oh yeah, no, it's, so it's I don't I don't know. Uh, I think if you watch it from beginning to end, it, like I didn't like it at first because I liked the British one. A lot. And then finally I got hooked on it. And now it's like, you know, like now it's like, oh my gosh, I have to get rid of these. I have to say bye to these characters. And it's really, really a, a bit emotional, I think. But uh, but good show. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'm reading the book Nexus, which is basically uh, it's post-humanism. Uh, you know, a humans uh, taking sort of drugs that can allow you to connect to other humans. And... and uh, you know, having the ability to enhance your your humanness and create like sort of beyond human beings who who have like carbon fiber skulls and stuff like that. It's interesting. Yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> and uh, tie you. Um, I've actually been watching the whole Star Wars saga. Mm. So, episode four, five, six. One, yes, one, mm-hmm. two, and, <laughs> and three. I, I got, I got something to, to add that, but go on. <laughs> um, so I've already seen four, five, and six, but that that has been like at least fifteen years, I think. Mm. And it was interesting to watch it. It was still good, but crappy in a way. But that's more due to the fact that it's old, mm. you know. But I still liked it, you know. So you like four, five, and six better than one, two, three? Mm. I'm leaning towards it a little bit. Wow. A Meaning yes bit. or no? You're leaning towards Meaning what? Yes. Four, five, six. Four, five, six. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. I thought you were saying leaning the other way. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> no, I got it. Some issue with one, two, three. Yeah. Because the thing I liked about one, two, three is like, and I actually came to the conclusion that I never saw one, I never saw three, and I kind of saw two. <laughs> so that was interesting. Okay. But like, the thing I like about one, two, three is that uh, it's such more grander. Uh, how do you say it? Like, what, three? In terms of locales or? Yeah, more in terms of action? locales and like, action two, action is somewhat better. Well, much better. Well, like, more in terms of, you know, because back then they didn't have the special effects and stuff like that. So, right. yeah, they had to make do with what they had. Right. And one, two, three, 
kind of provides you know much more grander space. But it's all CG yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah, it is all CG. Mm. Most of them. But the biggest problem I had with one through three is Anakin Skywalker. Hayden Christensen. <laughs> and the thing with Anakin Skywalker is because I've been a really, really big fan of the Clone Wars, right? Mm-hmm. And Anakin Skywalker in that is just awesome. It's great. Mm. But in these movies, it's like, he's who a, is this he's guy? A, he's a brat. I'm like a whiny yeah, yeah, he's a baby. brat. Yeah, he's a brat. Yeah. I, I didn't really like him. I only liked it. A small part of episode three where you can really see the dynamic between him and um what's the guy name? His uh mentor. Rygon? No, not Rygon. The other one. He's training him. Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan. Oh no, uh yeah, yeah. Obi Wan, right? Yeah, Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that dynamic really comes back in the Clone Wars, you know? And yeah, I don't know. And I also didn't like that the stormtroopers didn't really, because I really got invested with the stormtroopers. Yeah, but the stormtroopers, you're not supposed to get invested with stormtroopers. So. You, you should. Why? They're, they're clones. Nah, trust me. If you watch the Clone Wars. I know, that's the thing. That's what I don't like about the Clone Wars. They're not, they're like, you know, I mean. Yeah, they're great because. The thing is, they are clones. They're all supposed to think like each other, but instead they all try to individualize each other. Yeah, know? but then they're not clones anymore. Like, like, like looking at the preview for uh, for season seven, right? Like the the black stormtrooper, the black uh, guy in a stormtrooper suit. Yeah. Like, is that actually a, a stormtrooper, or are they doing like the like uh, Han Solo and? Uh, you know, and uh, oh, is he actually one of the rebels? Yeah, something like that. Uh, right. I, I think I think he's gonna be some of the rebels because because um, he is a he is a he is a, a, a like a, a famous English actor, right? Like he can't just be a simple clone, can he? Uh, English actor. Yeah, like that black guy. Oh, in that yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's an English actor. I forgot his mm. name. The thing about it is that the, like a, a clone should not be an individual. That's what a clone is. A clone is like yeah, but. The thing is, they're trying to break the mold. In this life, we're all trying to be the same, but then again, we're all trying to individualize. Yeah, but do you buy so, that? If it's a clone, a clone is a clone. There's no like Dolly the sheep. Well, is- I think I think that's kind of the, the point of episode two, that they show like they're all clones of this one guy who actually has personality and he has a kid and. Mm. Uh, so even though they're all they're all the same, they are they are each uh, a person mm-hmm. instead of like the the the, the faceless kind of robot like uh, soldiers that they are in in the four five and six. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I think he's gonna be a rebel because essentially in four or five, Clone Wars are already over it. Uh, well, more than five to six. Uh, the Empire is disbanded, right? Right. So, and there's one thing though. Okay. For episode seven, mm-hmm. I really want Ahsoka Tano to be in there. Who? Ahsoka Tano 
is basically I don't know if I can say it. It's it's from the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. right? So people who haven't seen the Clone Wars won't know uh, Ahsoka Tano, but she's basically the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. Mm. Okay. Well, wow. right. interesting. Yeah, I might I might get into the Clone Wars. I I actually have it in my queue. I haven't seen a single episode. Yeah, me either. I mean, either I have it in my queue. It's 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 ready to go. I just haven't really got into it yet. But yeah. But isn't it kind of uh, family friendly? I think so. Um, isn't it? It is kind of family friendly, but it also goes deeper into certain stuff, mm. and especially towards the ending, you kind of see start to see Anakin go dark a little bit, you know, and also, uh, with Ahsoka Tano, in the beginning, she's probably going to be annoying, Mm. but you can really see her develop, uh, through the seasons, and I've, at this point, I really love her and really like her, and I really want to see her back in episode seven. Well, I, I think a lot of people say that the Clone War, those, these Clone, uh, was the Clone Wars cartoons, right? What was it called exactly? Clone, um, yeah, the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. I, I heard that people say that they're far better to watch than episode one, two, and three. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll definitely watch them. And I'm also kind of like interested to see which characters are gonna come in seven. Because mm. uh, Yoda, uh, Obi Wan. How's Joe going really like, to be involved, though? No spoilers, but... <laughs> I know, with, you know, Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Anakin, you know, those are two Anakin, characters. Anakin, though? I've How do you think here. Anakin is going to be in there? Uh, no spoilers, right? Okay, okay, yeah. no spoilers. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that would be good, though. <laughs> yeah, that would be. It's going to be very interesting to see, because I really like those characters, especially due to the Clone Wars. Yeah, but the thing is, that how and many years into the distant 30, future? 30, 30 years after. Yeah, how can uh, Anakin still... Uh. Episode 6. Yeah. Man, I wish I could spoil this stuff. Because, no, please don't. Because like, I don't... No, I, uh, he'll bleep you, man. He'll bleep you. Yes. <laughs> I know, but, but <laughs> mainly Yoda. I just love Yoda. Yeah. yeah. The way he talks, come on. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, just to get back to episode one, yeah. Um, one thing I have to say about that movie: it has the best lightsaber choreography mm. of the entire series. Hmm. Okay. Like espe- yeah. especially the the final battle between Obi Wan and Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can it can I can still visualize like the the movements. Yeah, I forgot that I forgot that it was in that one. I forgot you're right. I- you know, with the dual lightsaber thing. Uh, yeah, that so, was hot. So. Although the fight with Yoda and uh, Dark Sidious is somewhat good too. Mm. Uh, yeah. When, yeah, the problem with that is it's like a very old man. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping versus, around. Versus, no, not that, but it's, it's a very old man, you know, Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. Versus... A CGI character. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's impressive in in that it's well animated, but it's not impressive in in like a, a kung fu movie can be, you know, where a Jackie Chan yeah. movie where he does all his stunts himself and mm-hmm. 
Like, wow, can't believe that he did that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Cool. Alrighty. And so, so what have you been watching, Tosh? <laughs> what? You've... What have you been watching, Tosh? Um, well, the only real show that I've been watching, I'm almost afraid to admit, it's a show called Drop Dead Diva. <laughs> I have to look this up. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it sounds horrible. But it's it's actually pretty fun. I've never even it's heard about... of this. Yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> It was good, but yeah, it's, it's funny, right? It's it's about yeah. a, a, mo- a model who dies in a in a car crash, mm. and then is resurrected as um, uh, this overweight lawyer. So she has the, the her old personality, but a completely new body and a completely new life. Oh, I've seen the preview for this. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a lifetime and, movie, right? A show. I it's, mean. it's a show. A show. It's a show. I, mean. I don't think it's lifetime, but. Uh, I see it's it on in, Netflix it's, anyway. It's, it's lifetime here. Is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is kind of spiritual. Okay. She has like a guardian angel. Oh um, gosh, are you kidding me? But 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 it's mostly just a, a, a kind of goofy comedy. Oh okay. Because she, she she's a very like um, high up lawyer. Mm-hmm. But when 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 she tur- yeah when when she's inhabited by this model she completely changed her demeanor you know like in the courtroom she's kind of walking up and down like she's on a runway. Oh wow! Who's the, who's the model? Um, well, she she doesn't really play uh, much of a role. You get some flashbacks and oh, some okay. some she appears in some you know spirit, spiritual okay. <laughs> form. Uh-huh. But uh, there are not 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 really notable actors in there. But mm. but uh, yeah, it's a it's a fun show to unwind. Okay, it's not too serious, and it's uh, for what it is, it's it's pretty well made. They have so, a, they have six seasons of the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I didn't know it was on that long. Yeah. So wow, people like it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But that that is pretty that is pretty much it. Uh, otherwise, I've just been like retreading episodes of Serial and uh, Hello Internet, mm-hmm. the good stuff, and, and Cybercast. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, how many how many times did you listen to Cybercast last episode? Ah, uh, I can't even. I don't even know. <laughs> I think I listened. <laughs> I listened to uh, to it for one week every day a couple of times. I yeah, think. I listened about eight eight times. <laughs> I don't know. That's that doesn't sound. Good though. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> kind of self-worshipping. Uh. Yeah, I know. I don't. I was like, oh my gosh. You know, it's like, uh, what am I doing? Why am I listening again? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So sorry, Dick. Um, I really wanted to get Dick to answer that question. The the uh. Pet peeve. Pet peeve question? Yeah, it's crazy yeah. about that as well. Yeah. All but right. we'll save it. Yes, yes. All right, guys. So let's uh, call this one a show. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Top. Well, before we go, uh-huh. I would like to, um, yeah, dedicate this to um, yeah, a very special guy that uh, unfortunately passed away uh, a week ago. Um, he's was a part of my vocal group, uh, Synergy, 
Um, actually one of the founding members, so he's been around for the entire existence of the group. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, a weird feeling that he that he's gone, and yeah, he'll definitely be missed. But yeah, I, I, we have had so many great moments, and um, yeah, just uh, it was a great great energy uh, to the group. So yeah, I just want to say, uh, Bob, uh, rest in peace. Um, uh, yeah, we'll miss you. Our condolences. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Alrighty. So we will talk again in two weeks. Yeah. Yes. And Ty is at Ty09 on the Twitters. Yes. And uh, Tosh is at Tosh, uh, your Tosh Polak on Twitter. That's me. And the website is Toshiro Polak, T-O-S-H-I-R-O-P-O-L-A-K.com. Yes, correct. Okay, and uh, I'm on CW Daily at uh, on the Twitters, and our Cybercast account is C-Y-B-R-C-A-S-T on Twitter. Um, you can also yell at Dick for not being here. He's at Dick underscore Daily on Twitter, and his website is DailyBeast.com. Until next week, All right. two weeks. And yeah, see you guys later. Later, everybody. And return to your regular scheduled programming.